This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Let's meet. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Hey, hey, bro. Hi. Hello. On the 16th episode of Let's Meet Part Let's 1 of 3, Michael's between pants nice sizes. Michael does Hello. quick public school math. Megan's toddler will be getting his driver's license real soon. The world is Megan's crab. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Let's Meet. Which I said <laughs> like I was from an Eastern European country. Let's meet. Let's meet. <laughs> the meatballs. My name is Dimitri. Oh, we're off to a fantastic start. Off to the races, which is appropriate for tonight. Racing. It's going to be a theme. You're going to hear about it all through the night. So tonight we have uh, myself. I'm Michael. And I'm Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, Michael. How was your week? It was pretty terrible. How was your week? Great, good, um, good. We talked earlier. We'll get about, into it. We we'll talked earlier it. about pant sizes, and that's that's enough, isn't it? I think that pretty much covers everyone's week. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. Join yeah. us next week when we Just- discuss. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good night. Thanks. For Join us next thanks week. Thanks for hanging out. Welcome to our show, Pant Talk. Good night. Where Mom. we talk about pants, <laughs> and that's it. Sit, Ubu, sit. Um, so tonight we have on Let's Meet. I can say that properly now. We have a guest who. Uh, has done and does a lot of cool stuff. I don't feel weird about saying it. Um, she and I have known each other for several years now, probably seven or eight. That's quite a while. Yeah. Um, this young lady, because she just turned 31, 30 wonderful. <laughs> Could you to even be talk exact. about ages on here? I think we can. Okay. It's 2018, man. Age doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> our guest tonight... Ran college track at the University of Cincinnati. Go Bearcats. Bearcats. That's what she believes. She has it tattooed on her lower back. (laughs) She (laughs) majored in political science, but immediately took a head coaching position for the track and field team at Ursuline Academy. And she's been coaching in some capacity ever since. These are her words, not mine. It's true. Uh, She's also (laughs) the... this, This... keeps in line with with what we're going to talk about tonight she's one of the most fit people i've ever met male female trans whatever she is in excellent shape uh that's not a joke she's been competing in crossfit since 2012 and uh has qualified for the regionals five times in six years that's quick public school math that's like (laughs) once a year (laughs) Um, and they're in uh, week four. She's week four of the CrossFit Games open. She, listen to this. Listen to this. Out of 10,000 people, okay? Out of 10,000 people, our guest tonight is in 26th place, which is a big damn deal. It is a big deal. Stop it. Stop it right now. It's a big deal. Out of, and in the, in the entire world, in the entire world, out of 172,000 other ladies, she is 400th. That 
It's amazing. It really is. It's a big deal. I'm telling you, she's fit. The the biggest reason why it's amazing, she's a mother. She's a mother. She has a 16-year-old son named Bam Bam. He's not 16 years old. He's not 16? What is he? 16 months. Oh, did I say years? <laughs> you did, but it's okay. I think it he's, fits. No, listen. It fits the he's week. He's 16 years old. She's been, <laughs> she's been competing since he was a baby. And she's still at the top of her game. She's in her mid-50s. Okay, he's 16 months old, which is better. It's more appropriate. Makes you feel better, doesn't yes, it, Mom? Yes, it does. Uh, he's not she, driving. He's not or driving. Or is he driving? Yeah, he has a pow, <laughs> pow, power wheels. Only in the living room. In the living room? Or the lifting room? You drive both. Because you have a lifting room. I'm yes, you do. You do. Uh, she's currently working at Cincinnati Strength and Conditioning as a coach and gym manager. Also working at, for a tech company called Listener, which is pretty cool. We can talk a little bit about that if you want. Sure. But it's more about you specifically. Okay. Um, she's there a couple of few days a week as the office manager. Um, she's also building a website for exercise design and nutrition coaching programs, which she also does on the side for friends, family, soon-to-be podcast listeners who hear her speak, and they become intrigued, and they say, I need to change my life. Uh, she has certifications in exercise program design, nutrition, and life coaching. It doesn't stop just at your pant size. <laughs> it moves out into your entire life. Um, she also is a published writer, having an article posted um, about, excuse me, about post-pregnancy nutrition and exercise in Cincinnati Magazine, and the world is her thing that you find in the ocean that you can pry open and eat. Sometimes Crab. pearls are in it. Crabs. The world is her crab. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's meet Megan McCauley. <laughs> Biggest fanfare yet. Best announcer voice so far. Awesome. For this podcast. <laughs> for this one. For this episode. Maybe this that can be my seventh job. Yeah, your seventh job yeah. will be uh, on-air Saying voice talent. No. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like Don Pardo at Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. That was my very worst Don Pardo. That was really good. It wasn't very good. You're looking at me like you've never seen television before, Megan. No, I don't watch TV. Um, from the sound of it, oh, you don't have time to watch TV. Yeah, so. you do a lot of stuff. I do. You're very involved in the world. Do you feel good about that, or do you feel okay about it, or is it something you ever think about at all? Think about how busy I am. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being busy. Yeah, and not like busy with rant with some. I don't like the word busy, but I like having lots of activities. I like yeah. working. I like always having something. I don't like sitting around. Yeah, that's yeah, what we'll yeah, go yeah. with. I'm I don't with, like sitting around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I will say, listening to all the things that you are involved in made me tired. <laughs> yeah, Tim. Yeah. Tim has the sleepiest, droopiest of eyes in the room right now. <laughs> I don't know why, but yes, well, I do. He doesn't do drugs, so don't think that about him. Anyway, back to Megan. Megan, yes. thank you. For joining us. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. So let's go, let's talk about when you, where you grew up. Are you a Cincinnati native? No. I grew up in southeastern Ohio near Athens area, so Marietta, Ohio. Two hours away? That's actually about three and a half. All right. Never yeah, mind. Three and a half hours. And then I moved here when I came to the University of Cincinnati to run track. Go Bearcats. Never left. Yay. Yay. So when you were, when you were growing up, you... You participated in sports. Yes. Obviously. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, right? That's correct. What sports did you play? 
I played basketball, I ran track and cross country, and I played soccer. When you say basketball, do you mean church league ball? No. <laughs> okay, just to clarify. <laughs> no, I played, I played. I no, I played like year round basketball. I actually was going to play basketball in college, and then I tore my ACL my senior year. Mm-hmm. And That's the anterior cruciate ligament. Correct. For the, the lay people. Good job, Thank Dr. So Michael. Well, you know. And then that prompted you to start running? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, my legs all torn up. That would have prompted me to sit down. <laughs> no, I tore, I tore my ACL, and I had a, a little bit, you know, being, what are you, 17 years old, I was a little bit no, I'm 38. immature. No, <laughs> And I was just like, what if I'm never good at basketball again? I'll run oh, track. Yeah. And so yeah, I just yeah. randomly decided to run track. I had that same thing. I grew up playing basketball as well um, in high school for the school, not not just church league, <laughs> which I did do more of. But I had that point where I was eighth grader and I had had surgery on my knee and I thought, I'm never going to be a collegiate basketball player not understanding that I was going to stop growing at five foot ten, those <laughs> dreams were already destroyed. The dreams of being David Robinson. Yeah, my my name crushed. David Robinson, my friend, my friend forever. Um, so you grew up playing basketball, and then you switched to you played soccer probably at the same all, time you did. I played all field. four of those sports. Yeah, in high school. Right on. Soccer. All four years? Soccer was during cross country. So you did those concurrent. Yeah, basketball was in the winter, and then I played AAU basketball and ran track in the spring. Ooh, yeah. you were a super athlete. Yeah. So then you, I assume you got a scholarship to go to University of Cincinnati. So I actually got a scholarship to go to Bowling Green State University. They recruited, in Kentucky? No, in northern Ohio. Different. Yeah. Okay. They recruited me to play basketball, mm. and so I went with the intention that I was going to play basketball and run track because the track coach offered me a scholarship as well nice. and then i didn't end up playing basketball hated the school no offense sorry none, um, <laughs> none of them are listening <laughs> transferred the next year had to walk on at uc mm-hmm. tore my acl again walking onto uc i walked on did you walk on the bowling green is that Okay, it's quite a haul. I mean, you can do that, definitely. Yeah, I think no, so. I had to walk on the team, you know, okay. like try out to be on the team. Um, not, not big on sports, I don't understand. Yes, so I had to try out versus them offering me a scholarship. And the very first meet of the indoor season, I tore my ACL again high jumping. So that's not. this is not the third time. This is the second time. Second time. Right? Okay. Yes. So high jumping tore it yeah. throughout for the season. So didn't get any scholarship money that year. Came back the next year and switched to just running. And then I finally got a scholarship for the rest of the three years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good work, Megan. Thanks. You really came back. <laughs> really came. You really came through. When you were doing that rehab process, is that part of what fueled you into getting into the exercise science part of what you do now doing that rehab getting to know your body again oh yeah i mean i'd say that was more i didn't really find the rehab the science behind the rehab interesting but as far as like going through that process of rehab that definitely like creates some resiliency if you're gonna make it through successfully because a lot of people you know if they're going through rehab like that they kind of just give up because you know you got to show up every day and it's really boring and hard yeah and it's not fun so and yeah painful. yeah it is 
but you made it happen not only for the scholarship, but because it's something you love. Oh, I just love being competitive. Yeah, you are. You are one of the most competitive people. I know. I know. It's. I, it's. <laughs> you know what we should do? <laughs> what for the end of the podcast we should play Monopoly. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. It that's gonna so be. Long. That's great radio. <laughs> it's great Monopoly. Radio. It's great radio. Um, I remember when you and I worked together at a local coffee establishment. You came in one day with your eyes all aglow, as the Christmas song says, and you said, "Michael, Michael, how much do you weigh?" And I said, "230 pounds." Why, weird? And you said, "Oh," and you snapped your fingers in disgust, and you said, "I almost deadlifted you today." Really? That's yeah. all my deadlift was well, back then. Well, you feel better. Oh. But it was like I think you got like, to. What is that? <laughs> I think you got to two ten. I think that was when you were at two ten. Probably now you're That's at so four eighty, four ninety. <laughs> uh, That's when you were sixteen months old. Yeah, when you were sixteen months old. Um, but that's something, whenever I think about you, I think about that particular day, and I thought, uh, how much fat do I have on me? <laughs> that Megan was excited to have potentially picked me up, as opposed to any inanimate that's object. so funny that you remember she that. She could have picked me up. Well, it made a scar on my heart. <laughs> yeah. He talks about it all the time. I do. I do. Uh, as a matter of fact, because of you, when I go to a restaurant and people say, oh, I'm sorry about your weight, I take it as a negative. Instead of it being about time, it's about my waist. <laughs> because you've instilled this in me. Thank you so much. Ugh. I'm only joking. That was right when I started CrossFit. When we that's started right. working together. At the very beginning. It was at the beginning. A that's very a, good place to start. That's a pretty good yeah. deadlift yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. It is. So did you do any... I know you did some weight training when you were... In college mm-hmm. for track and field, but when you're a runner, how much weight training do you actually do? Um, probably three days a week, and then depending on the event that you're doing. When I was a heptathlete, it was more like oh, hepta- yeah. seven? heptathlete, yeah, oh, seven, seven events. events. So I went from you know that's like hurdles, shot put, javelin, high jump, long jump, 200, 800. So you have to do a little bit more lifting for power explosiveness and then i switched to middle distance and then it was more lightweight you know body movements yeah so but yeah i got a little bit of both when i was in college when you switched to middle distance did you have to cut back on your heavier weight training did you lay off of the shot put and javelin and all that stuff or then just focus on that Yes. So I stopped doing the heptathlon, became a middle distance runner, and it was more just, I mean, all you do is run. So yeah. my body changed. I got skinnier. I le- leaned out a lot. Because you can't be, for aerodynamic <clears throat> purposes, you can't be bulkier. You're saying you can't be 230 pounds. <laughs> you could. Is that what you're saying? I feel like you're talking about me. No. If and you I'll would... have you know I'm down to 215. <laughs> if Thank you. you. No, you're just running so much. You're yeah, doing yeah. miles and you're doing track of track workouts and a lot of times self-admittedly not eating enough. That's mm. like a whole other thing. Speaking of that, do you have to maintain, do you have to be in a certain weight class in order to run? No. From, okay, because no. I was wondering if it was like a wrestling type thing where you had to cut weight or add no. weight in order to I think eat. you just like typically see sprinters carry more muscle mass in middle to long distance runners. Um, the idea, yeah. The thinner you Makes are, sense. the less weight you're carrying around. And yeah. again, they're just running so much, they're just like burning tons of calories. Yeah. So how many, how many calories do you have to consume during that time period? Well, I didn't know back then. <laughs> you just ate whatever, right? No, it was terrible. I didn't eat. Oh, because you were 20, 21. Yeah, I was an idiot. Well, you probably didn't have any money for food. Well, no, it was <laughs> I know, just like... we didn't. <laughs> no, the, I feel like back then, when was that? 2006, 7, 8, 
I still I know all those numbers. I still was under the imp- impression like that carbs were bad. Uh, and then you just see all the other female runners and they're so skinny and you're like, I have to be skinny to be good. I literally would eat like a piece of toast for breakfast, some turkey and carrots and an apple for lunch, yeah. and like a lean cuisine for dinner. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, terrible. Uh, you didn't have a real nutrition coach. A nutritionist would come in and talk to us, but I honestly feel like it was the very like standard. This is the food pyramid. Eat, mm-hmm. eat pasta and bagels, and that. And while she was saying eat carbohydrates, it wasn't the right kind of carbohydrates. Uh, and yeah. as a distance runner, you're not listening to that. You're just like, no, I'm going to eat the least amount possible so I can, you know, that's yeah. how I'm going to be good. Yeah. So backwards. So were you? Was I good? Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty good. So it worked. So it worked. <laughs> no. So what you're saying, kids, let's do what you want. No, I could have been better. Just tape up a picture of Allie Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's your goal weight. Your goal so weight, Allie McBeal. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Calista Flockhart. She's. I don't uh, want to name her for real. Just, just she's not listening. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so. Learning that, and and you see, you felt that, you felt that experience, you learned from that experience, that helped to, another thing to give you a foundation of what you are going to do. That was huge, yes. So that wasn't, was that a conscious thing that you wanted to take with you? Did you know that you wanted to, because you majored in political science for a little while. Did you just take that information in and hold on to it? Or did you say, I'm going to someday share this with you? No, I didn't. When I was in college, it didn't really occur to me that I could make health and fitness a career. I kind of was in that mindset. You know how when you're 18, you're like, I'm going to graduate and then I'm going to go get a job at an office. Nope. I was and I'm like, gonna I'm going to be my in a de- band you with did? my friend Tim. Well, that's awesome. Play music you, were, in Florida. you were ahead of the curve. Yeah. Well, because... Why didn't you inform me of that? Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was only living for the weekend and not going <laughs> uh, to class. I got a really good jump shot, though, while I was at Union University. Oh, and that's it. Yeah. I got pretty good at pool. Yep. Yeah. That's true. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Oh. That would be the political science degree. Yes. I was going to go that. to law school, and then I did an internship in college. Actually, I did two internships. I interned with a lawyer, and then I interned at a nonprofit. It was like, these are so, at complete opposite ends of the spectrum, and yeah. I don't want to do either of these. Right on. So I, I assure you, everything in the middle is the same. <laughs> is the same. <laughs> <laughs> Tim has experience. Yeah. He knows. So... Let's talk about that for a little bit because I think a lot of people, one of the biggest misconceptions of people who are into exercise and fitness and who are collegiate athletes, which, you know, that's miles above high school athletics. If you're in that collegiate or professional aspect, um, you're maybe not considered to be studious or intelligent. Wouldn't you say that's a misconception? I think it depends on the sport, honestly. Really? I swear. Yeah, there's like a stereotype. Let's get into this. Well, and I would say even male versus female. Yeah. Yeah. On campus, there's a stereotype that male athletes were not as studious as female athletes. Mm-hmm. And then sport to sport, like football and basketball, everyone thought they were, you know, dumb jocks. Yeah. Whereas like the the men and um, women's cross country team, I feel like they always had probably like one of the highest team GPAs. I'll agree with that. Just my, my, my high school experience of knowing those folks who did that. I yeah. Was like, These are all the smartest kids. Yeah. I did live above four football players. It was in Knoxville, so I'm not going to tell you which school it yeah. was. Um, <laughs> Do you hear the phrase, give him six occasionally? You might. You might. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Not the brightest group of people. I think it has to, it just depends on the school and the actual team and the coach and the culture of the team. Gotcha. It's totally, like, you can't do. It was a rough year. Oh, it was a rough yeah. year, yeah. It was a building year. <gasps> I would say for that my group, like, my track team was pretty on top of school. Yeah. I could imagine that because it didn't I, make sense. You had to be up at five or six a.m. to go to weights or practice, and uh, it was just like, what? Of course, what else? I don't have anything else to do. Of course, I'm going to go to class, right. and then I have practice, and then I'm tired, so I'm going to go home and go to sleep. Yeah, I think that's the key to being good at college is just being able to wake up in the morning. <laughs> like, and I'm not kidding. I'm going to say I don't know because I did not wake up in the morning. <laughs> Case in point. Hi. <laughs> I'm a D student, baby. I kind of figure that you, being as driven and as intrinsically motivated as you are, you didn't have a problem with being a scholar athlete. I didn't get like a 4.0, but I went to class and I got pretty good grades. I wasn't really that interested in school as much as I was track. Right. But which, you, you knew that you had to have good grades yes, in order to yes, compete, right? Yeah. And I enjoyed my class. I enjoyed political science, but like looking back, I wish I would have got a degree in exercise science or dietetics or something yeah. that would be more applicable to what I'm doing now. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. Join us on our next episode and find out that Megan actually hates CrossFit and Tim gets body shamed by an 82-year-old woman. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's hey, what you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs>